Boundless Authenticity Podcast. So, Zoe, how's it going? So good. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. Um, it's great to spend my free time with you. <laughs> yeah, you too. I yeah. have the roosters in the background. Yeah, they're chilling as always. Everybody <laughs> that listens to my show, they know how much I love chickens. I'm chicken obsessed. <laughs> love it. Yeah. So tell everyone who you are and what you do. Who am I? This is the million dollar question. Uh, before I dive into any talking, this is a little something I do just to ground my energies. So I invite those of you listening to just take some cleansing breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. <sighs> just arriving into this moment, into this space, into this time, into this conversation. And I set the intention that the highest information that is of the optimum value to all those receiving this transmission to come through with grace and ease as I bring through my higher self, angels, guides, sended masters, ancestors, elders, elementals, and all other beings of pristine energy field of light that are here for the co-created consciousness of humanity and any beings, energies, frequencies, not have the highest good to go home and evolve. Opening the heart, opening the bodies to receive all the wisdom, all the insights, all the clarity. May any pieces of this conversation be the intention of an energy shift, a frequency shift, and up leveling into who we truly are, allowing and embodying more love light frequencies allowing us to be the pattern disruptors in the lives of ourselves and others, helping to reprogram at a cellular, atomic, and subatomic level, coming back to the divine within unconditional love. We are one, I hope. Okay, great. Thank you. So I've played around with many different titles over the years. And the current working title of Who is Zoe and What Does She Do is Multidimensional Channel, Writer, Speaker, and Oracle. And this is, at this moment, the best terminology that I can use to represent what it is that I do. And what is it that I do? I help people come into rapid alignment with who they are by breaking down the layers of control, expectations, attachments, ego, belief systems, constructs, any outdated soul karmic contracts, and really bringing people through very deep personal energetic processes to help them reawaken that divinity, that truth within them, which is really about presence. Over all of it is I bring people into the remembrance of presence for themselves I help them see themselves. I help them see themselves when they couldn't see themselves, uh, who they truly are. And I do this a number of ways. One, having this conversation with you right now. Two, through writing. Three, I host and have hosted a variety of workshops and masterclasses and in-person events and retreats over the last kind of uh, eight to 10 years and in personal mentorship as well. And as I'm shifting and evolving, so do sometimes these titles that I kind of call myself. And 
none of that really is of much relevance. It's if, for me, it's really about what is the impact that I'm here to make and how can I do that in the, in the best way? And I found that it's, it really is through powerful conversation because it helps people to take a minute to pause and stop and ponder what they were perhaps doing in their busy day and drop back into that centeredness and that groundedness. And then from that, that potential of what wants to be witnessed and observed by ourselves can start to come into formation because there's so much busyness in the world. And when we go through this awakening, it can feel a very daunting task to start to unpack <laughs> the programs of a lifetime but you know various stages of this experience there's more love there's more harmonization of that field but even then when we feel we've integrated that we can have a wibble wobble and perhaps go back into fear overwhelm procrastination busyness and so these conversations writing any programs that i have run or any mentorship the intention is always the same it's bring back into full presence and what wants to be activated from that space so perhaps new spiritual gifts want to become come online perhaps there is a different career choice a shifting of relationship um really it's it's infinite it's infinite awesome thank you for that <laughs> when i was doing my morning meditation i also set the intention for this to be for the highest good of all the listeners and it came to me i've got to ask her to do a meditation so maybe if you have time for that at the end we can do a short tune-in session for those listening yeah i'd love to awesome so tell me about ascension through physical embodiment so yeah, I've been wanting to talk about this more and more recently because I'm seeing a lot of beings in the world having really incredible experiences with their multidimensional selves and coming into their remembrances of, of, of who they were perhaps in past lives and who they were in, you know, the, the galactics, the galactic version of themselves but yet unable almost to, to, to really be able to like integrate that into the physical reality and the physical body. Uh, so that's one piece. And then the second piece is a lot of people, they have ascension symptoms and they ignore the body and just put it down to, oh, it's ascension symptoms. I don't need to worry about it. It's nothing. When actually the body is giving us a very clear signal that, it needs us to be present to it. So I want to kind of like de debunk that piece in particular. And then the third piece is once we really start to understand our spiritual journey through our physical bodies, the path is a lot clearer for us to take because we're no longer out of body in our experiences. And then the body is almost trying to play catch up to where we are perhaps energetically, or it won't feel quite so much of a separation of these 
beautiful experiences that we're having, right? It's beautiful to connect to our higher selves. It's beautiful to journey. It's beautiful to see energy and the multidimensional realms. But when we really have that experiences through the body, it's, there's a much, there's a, there's a, a richer depth to, to the, to the process. And that happens really from being a lot more present with the body and, and, and working at shifting and cleansing and purifying and cleaning out some of the density, whether it's physical density, emotional density, spiritual density, density from the pain body, so that we can process more light per second. And as we're processing more light, we hold and embody a higher frequency and as we hold of higher frequency, we are channeling more source creator energy, right? So those desires that we have is the way source wanted to experience and witness and express itself in the divine of who we are. And then that is how we manifest into the physical reality. That's when we are coming up with solutions, soul, emphasis on solutions, because we're really in, in the heart, we're really in the physical body. And one thing that in particular that is needing a bit more focus on is, is looking at um, detoxing some of the heavy metals in the bodies, because particularly with some of the EMF rays and the kind of like the cell phone towers, there's a lot more kind of almost like radiation and interference that we're experiencing now more than even kind of 10 years ago, because now we're, you know, we're, we're moving up into kind of 5D, uh, 5G, sorry, 5D is a Freudian slip then. <laughs> we're moving up into 5D, but there is 5G in the, you know, on the planet. So sometimes we are being bombarded by a lot of um, energetic stimulation and, and information, and we can put it down to ascension symptoms, and it's really not. It's actually due to heavy metals in the body. So looking at doing a heavy metal cleanse and detox and especially if you have mercury fillings, get them out straight away, non-negotiable, get them removed because that's kind of slowly poisoning the body. And a lot of people struggle with this part, right? Because they want to, they feel really euphoric. They feel really happy. They feel really connected. And then they come into back to their body again. They don't love themselves. They don't want to be present. They don't want to be here on this earth. A lot of beings, they find it too hard to be here. So they want to exit. And, you know, sometimes it's can be a challenge to actually feel all the feels in the body, but part of the human experience is to feel all the feelings and even the feelings that we don't want to feel. If we can go into the, the depth and richness of the shadow as much as we can in the depth and richness of the light, we will start to integrate duality in our physical bodies. And that's that integration piece. And then that's that ascension piece because we're no longer fighting with our physical vessels we're harmonizing and equalizing the amount of light that we are receiving and we're working with this energy as opposed to against it and fighting it and ignoring basic needs of the body. Like I know so many people that they're able to do these, you know, vast meditations or, you know, binge watch all these spiritual documentaries and talk about all the things. And yet when I look at what the basics are with their body, like are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting enough hydration? Are you eating good food or are you eating, are you eating shit? Are you using products on your body that has toxic chemicals in it? Are you using chemicals in your home that has toxic chemicals? Right. So some of these like 
it's almost like we need to come back to some of these seemingly simple because most of the time the solutions for everything that we're looking for is actually quite simple but we overlook it because we want to make it complicated so coming back to some of these basic steps and really getting that fine-tuned and integrated and then looking at some of these bigger pieces and so ascension through physical embodiment for me is yes what does it feel like to be a multidimensional being in the human experience? Awesome. Great. What does it feel like to have all these soul remembrances coming in? Awesome. And also, how's your body today? Do you feel hydrated? Do you feel rested? Are you taking care of yourself? And particularly moving forward, there is so much environmental impact in this world that is specifically designed to not have health in our bodies. And in order for us to really embody these higher frequencies, we've got to be taking excellent care of this. It's the non-negotiable. Otherwise, you'll see what happens is the density will be too much and people are, they start to exit. They will start to exit because they can't handle it. And that's okay. And that's their choosing. I'm talking to those of you that want to be here. I'm talking to those of you that know deep down that there is something more for you and it's really it's starting with this so the kind of to, to kind of almost like wrap this all up is could you allow yourself to have a deeper state of presence with who you know you are deep inside and let that being guide you to naturally start to make the changes that are necessary for you to hold more of who you are. So it's almost like connecting to that inner being, even if you are someone that there is something that you have been doing for years and you, you think you can never change this habit, yet you see all these other people seemingly online and, oh, they're ascended and how do I get to there? No, like what is this being, this version inside you what are they whispering to you? Where are they nudging you towards? And trusting in your own flow. And this is the same with food and, and all of it. It's your own journey. I am so happy you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, folks, it's not just me saying this. <laughs> um. I go on and on about this topic whenever I speak to people because it is the most important step. You can't have a clean, happy life if you are constantly exposing yourself to poisons. And if you are in an environment, which we all are, where there's just toxins everywhere, it becomes difficult to pinpoint exactly what's going on that might be nudging us in the opposite direction. I mean, spiritual work is, it's a lot of work. So when you do something and you find yourself slipping backwards, then you got to ask other questions. And I know so many who aren't, um, they aren't aware enough to hear their intuition speaking to them when they start to slip backwards or maybe they have a shift, but then the integration aspect afterwards can be challenging. So what can you say about that? 
in greater detail. Yeah, so bringing it back to the basics. Am I present? Do I feel connected? Do I feel grounded? Am I hydrated? Am I feeling the earth beneath the soles of my feet? Does my heart feel open? Or do I not feel any of this? Do I feel anger? Do I feel envy? Do I feel judgment? Do I feel conflict? What would it feel like if I went into that? What would it feel like if I allowed myself to feel these feelings? How would I allow myself to release these feelings? What would anger look like if I beat up a pillow? And so the density that we're moving through has to come out somehow. It's either going to come out through purging, through being sick. It's going to come out through emotion. It's going to come out through sweat. It's going to come out through deep needs of isolation and disconnect for a while. It's going to come out through many different ways in the journey. But bring a presence to all of it. Meet yourself exactly where you are and allow the process. And as I was sharing before, I feel sometimes we want to kind of almost like this endless search of the spiritual high of some kind of confirmation and validation that it does exist, yet massively ignoring the warning signs of the body when it needs help. Right? These seemingly little ailments and things can manifest themselves into greater and greater things if we're not present to it. So have a presence to all of it. Go seek out the spiritual high. Do the deep breath work. Go to the gong meditation. Do the yoga. It's awesome. And also hydration, sleep, good food, and removing as much as you can out of your life that is toxic. Toxic patterns, toxic behaviors, toxic people, toxic things. But slowly, bit by bit. When I first woke up, I was in a lot of interesting patterns and behaviors and belief constructs. And I had shut off my connection to spirit. And then the connection to spirit started to come back online. And so I was having all these very like upper chakra experiences where I was traveling interdimensionally and I was working with the councils of light and I was seeing all of these different realms of worlds upon worlds and different planets and star races and nations and getting all these downloads and I'd be remote viewing. And sometimes I'd end up on these spaceships and I mean, it was insane. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not under the influence of anything. This is me just trying to go to bed or sitting in a chair and closing my eyes and just these profound experiences. Yet I'd come back into my physical body and I'd look around at my physical life and nothing would have shifted. I'd be in this same experience of my life and feel pretty kind of disconnected and helpless. And over time, I've learned that it's about bringing this 
enormous amount of love that we have a capacity to receive in the physical vessel. And this is what starts to move the energy and starts to clear out some of these lower chakras so that we can be these multidimensional beings in the human existence, in the power of now. And so these out-of-body experiences that I were having, I have them now in body. I have them now in body. They are within me. So when I'm feeling this, my body gets to feel this amount of love too. My body gets to then witness and dance and play in these multidimensional realms here, not out there, but here. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, folks, you've got the checklist right there. <laughs> you can't <laughs> want it any more succinct than that. And I'm sure for many those things seem obvious, but then there are layers upon layers and little bits and pieces that as you grow, you realize, oh, okay, maybe that slice of cheesecake I had wasn't the highest vibration thing I could have put into <laughs> my body. That might be what she's talking about. And um, having said that, I wanted to ask you about the true ascension symptoms because we see all of these memes on the internet and I have to point it out for those who have not figured this out yet, for whatever reason, the memes are mind viruses. They exist to keep us mindlessly scrolling. There is very little content on Instagram that isn't a repetition of something else for that exact reason to keep us scrolling and to keep us distracted from listening to our intuition about what we should really be doing. And we see this stuff about, oh, tingling in the ears and headaches. It must be ascension symptoms, but it goes a lot deeper than that. So bring that down for us. Okay, I love this question because I'm going to give you examples of ascension symptoms that aren't talked about uh, enough that I haven't really seen on memes. And just to go back to the carrot cake, the chocolate cake, I want to I want to make this very clear. Okay, we are divine creative cheesecake. <laughs> cheesecake. Okay, we are divine creative beings, and with your intention and your focus, you can alchemize anything. So if your beingness is wanting to have an experience in this physical reality of eating a cheesecake. You know, maybe you've been in hospital for three months nursing this horrific illness and you just, and all you've craved is a cheesecake. Don't ask you why, but like, that's all you were craving. And then you have this guilt of like, yeah, but like, can I eat this? Intention and attention and alchemize and set the frequency of love that that is the best thing that your body is going to receive. Same if you are somebody that suddenly has to take um, antibiotics and you read online, it's not spiritual to have antibiotics, but you kind of need them because as much as you're doing your Reiki prayers, it's just not getting rid of that itch, right? And so that you have been prescribed this. Alchemize, put the crystals around it, send the love light frequencies. Over time, if you obviously are somebody that is continuing to live in the density, then that is going to have an effect on your connection and your path. Of course it is. It's, I mean, you look at humanity, humanity is kind of fat, sick, and nearly dead. That's kind of where humanity is gone. And there's a lack of consciousness. Beings are not here. You walk along the street, You, how many times has somebody bumped into me because they're looking down at their phone and I'm looking at them 
and they don't see me. And I almost sometimes I stand there because I know they're walking straight towards me. I'm like, okay, five, four, three. Oh, no, they've looked up now. And I just give them a smile. So play, play with this information. Nothing is set in stone. If you want to enjoy that cheesecake, go enjoy that cheesecake and don't, don't carry the, the frequency of guilt afterwards. But over time, long term, yes, it is better to cleanse the body. Yes, it is better to eat healthier. Yes, it is better to da-da-da-da-da. And also have the cheesecake when you want it and enjoy that and have the intention to it. So I just wanted to kind of make that very clear because I feel sometimes people can almost go the other way where they're too controlling then, oh, I've, I've got to not have any of the, the human experiences, right? And then it's almost like they're not quite here then. Right. I'm you know, glad you brought so. that up because it is true. And at the same time, it's so simple because we can ask ourselves questions like, well, where did this cheesecake come from? What, how many toxic ingredients are in there that I could just go get a better cheesecake somewhere else and then I can have my cake and really eat it too and enjoy it, you know? But yeah, exactly. It's, it's so crazy how we don't ask ourselves these questions. Sometimes we just gobble up something. <laughs> you know hmm. yeah and treat treat you know life is a ceremony life is a gift so sit be present um and and be present to the the delights and the richnesses that we're we're having in, in our lives just you know what you want to watch out for is if you're emotionally eating and you're shoving shoving down food that's because it's easier to have that experience than to actually feel the density because then we'd have to actually feel the pain and we have to actually feel the pain. We need to feel the anger and the resentment and frustrations. And that's part of the journey is to feel all of that, all of that. So let's just wrap that up over there. And then yeah, I want exactly. to move on to um, what you were sharing about ascension symptoms. So for me, I can speak to my experience of ascension symptoms was really suddenly feeling completely trapped and isolated and alone in a world that I thought I was connected to. That's an ascension symptom because I didn't know who I was becoming and I knew who I was, was no longer me. So I was kind of in this no man land. So that to me is, an, a, is a symptom of ascension. That's a process of ascension. And then another symptom of ascension was these seemingly lovely things that I had attached to in my previous life started to fall away. That was an ascension symptom. So I used to smoke cigarettes every day and drink coffee, a lot of coffee. And I stopped smoking. In fact, I didn't only just stop smoking. I never craved a cigarette again, ever, not even once. That could be classed as an ascension symptom ascension experience let me think of some other examples i'm being very specific about this that i'm not i I will get to the body but i want to be i want to share this first another ascension symptom unexplainable things happening in my life that i could not make up even if i had tried And so weird, strange phenomena, like I would be almost like everything was heightened. Colors looked 
more vibrant. Reality looked sharper and crisper somehow. And then soul families started to come in, deep recognitions of familiar faces, of experiences witnessed from lifetimes and lifetimes before. That could be considered an ascension symptom. So when we yes. look at ascension symptoms, I think we almost want to um, attach ego meaning of do you have these ascension symptoms, right? There were so many blog posts about that in 2012. Yes. Are you, are you experiencing dizzy, fainting spells? Are you experiencing ringing in the ear? Are you experiencing heart palpitations? Da, 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 da. So physically, right, our bodies are shifting from, from carbon to crystalline. And so the process of that is we are learning to alchemize more light consciousness. It's how much light our bodies can process through, through each second is, is, is how we are able to digest the multidimensional frequencies and the multidimensional realms in our physical and etherical realities. And so this happens through the cleansing and purification of the body over time. Right. And so if we were to receive all of this information in one go, it would literally fry our brain cells. One, because the truth is so divine that we're not ready for that yet. And so we have to almost be drip, drip fed this the, the more light to start to help us clear out some of these more denser programs and toxicities. So, but when we are experiencing ascension symptoms, so dizzy spells, flashing lights, migraines, ringing in the ear, weird, weird, unexplainable stuff, you go to the doctor and they don't find anything wrong with you. Oh, it's just ascension symptoms. Then what happens? No one does anything about it. When something is happening energetically as much as physically, pay attention do you have ringing in your ears? It's probably because there's a message coming in that the frequency is so high that your channel, the way you work with energy is unable to decipher the message yet. So breathe that energy that you're hearing into your body. And how does that feel now in your body? Sit with it, be present. If you're having strange heart palpitations, be present, sit and breathe and be with it. What am I to learn? What is shifting in my old version, thank you. What am I moving into? What am I evolving into? So this is really important because I think the memes, they or whatever this thing is online, and trust me, I went down all the rabbit holes in 2012 and I, I took a year off. I got the clear message from spirit. Don't read anything. Don't learn from anyone. Don't follow any programs. Don't listen to any meditations. Don't watch any YouTube videos. Take a year off yes. and listen to yourself. And I did. And guess what? My channel got really, really, really sharp. And so I feel like there's so many people that go through this away, like hundreds of thousands of people and they get online and they are just fed so much crap. And then they don't get to move forward with things because they're like in this circle of crap, basically. And my role and your role and those that I speak to is, okay, let's actually bring some truth. Let's actually bring some real life 
hard-worked, honest truth to what this all actually means. And so I want to focus less on this particular symptom because I don't want the ego to attach meaning to ascension symptom. What I want to do is highlight if something is happening in your reality physically, don't just brush it off as an ascension symptom. There is a message, there is wisdom, there is medicine for you to receive from the experience. So that's the key piece, not what the thing is. And again, there's also an egoic attachment that kind of wants to have these experiences to feel some type of belongingness to the awakening community or some type of, oh, I'm ascending or I'm expanding. Great. And also what's present in the body right now. I have been, I have seen so much. I've had, I've, I had a woman once, six weeks, she had a UTI because she put it off as an ascension symptom and great. And you can heal yourself. Great. But you're not healing yourself and you're still uncomfortable. And sometimes we need to have a little bit of support. It's okay for that. And so in the end, she had, it got worse. It actually was then turning into a kidney infection. She had to get a deeper dose of um, antibiotics. So don't ignore the body and just put it down to ascension symptoms. And if it is ascension symptoms, and if it isn't, it doesn't matter what it is or isn't, don't attach meaning to it and be clear, what does your body need? And listen, maybe your body needs to rest for a day. Maybe uh, you need to go jump in the ocean. Maybe you need to do a cleanse. Maybe you need to fast for a day. Maybe there's something you're feeling dense and you're kind of having some strange vibrations. Tune in, ask your body, what do you need? I want you to fast today. Okay, great, so fast. What do you need today? I need you to eat a lot of food. Okay, great, eat. Because as we're shifting from carbon to crystalline, it's almost like we're, we're uh, energetic Play-Doh and we're being shaped and molded and, and, and transformed into many different colors and many different versions. You know when you're, you're a kid and you've got like, do you ever used to have Play-Doh? Is this, was this an English thing? Like Play-Doh is almost like this, it's like flour and water and you have different colors of it. You ever had this, Play-Doh? Okay, great. Or like plasticine or anything like that. So you can make all these different shapes. And how many people, like as kids, you'd make a shape, you'd make a little, mostly it was the snail, right? That was the easiest thing to make. So you kind of roll it out and then you make the snail and then it's so satisfying. You just squash it again and then you make something else. That's kind of what's happening in a spiritual awakening. We, we can't attach too much identity to the journey while we're in it. And I, I mean, it's, it's as I, I was laughing at the beginning, it's like, Oh, you know, who are you? And what do you do? And I'm like, well, the current working title is this, but that might change next year. And that's okay. And it's something I gave myself permission a few years ago. I was like, I don't know what I am. I mean, I'm just awake. In all honesty, I'm just awake. Am I a, a, a medium? Yeah, sure. I've channeled many past beings that have crossed over. Am I a psychic? Yes, I've had many experiences of predicting the future. Am I a multidimensional channel? Yes, I've brought through many beings. Am I da-da-da-da? Yes, you know, I'm just awake. I'm just awake and I'm here to share truth. That's it. And the body piece is going to need even more, even more awareness than ever before right now, especially this next, these next two to three years because there is more and more and more environmental impacts and influences and, and 
kind of density in in, in how we're consuming and what we're, we're consuming. And it is having an effect on our frequency and it is having an effect on our vibration. And it's important to to sit and witness with the body, like what, what, what do you really need body? And so ascension symptom or I would even let that go. I would even let that, that, that terminology go. Because again, I, 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 when I tune into it, like there is, there's too much of an ego attachment to it meaning something and less focus on what the body actually needs. Does this make sense? It makes a lot of sense, and, and that's exactly what I tell people. I tell them two things. You've got to remove stuff. So like you said, I went through that same process in 2014, this gradual letting go of everything that I was before, all the things I used to do, all the things that I ate, including I didn't feel like smoking cigarettes anymore. I couldn't drink coffee anymore because it interfered with the body. And it was blocking the channels of higher wisdom from coming through. And so I just lecture to people about the same things that I went through because everything is symptomatic. If we just let go, like you're saying, of the labeling of everything and try to be with it, there's more information there than what you can find on Instagram or YouTube or any of these other platforms. It really is about the individual harnessing the power of their awareness, right? Yeah. And, you know, naturally your body is shifting. It is shifting to hold more light. We are crystallizing. And I believe that the stronger my body physically, the more energy I can hold and the bigger capacity I have to show up. And when I was not working in this deeper way with the body, I would be, it's like there was a mismatch. I would have this like huge capacity and it just would not quite fit. It didn't quite fit. And I've personally been through a, a two-year process of integration. And November 11 last year, it's like my spirit was no longer in battle with my physical body. And there was no, I, I felt like there was no more interference of my subconscious mind that was wanting to sabotage the truth that was wanting to come in. And I'm very careful with the wording. So I'm not giving the power away of, you know, there's the powers that be or interference that's trying to mess with my life. It's my subconscious that's sabotaging that, right? It's the part of my, or my shadow self that was not wanting to have that amount of integration. And I can only explain it as I just felt like I, I'm like, oh, I'm here now. This is what it feels like to be here, like to fully be here, energetically, physically, spiritually, emotionally, present and here. And the next day I went to the ocean in the morning. I did not want to go. I must admit, I wanted to stay in bed. 
and spirit made it so easy for me. They randomly got a friend of mine to message me at 6.30 in the morning um, who was going to the beach. And so he came and picked me up. It was almost like spirit was like, we need to get her to the beach. Like this needs to happen. And so I sat and watched the sunrise and I watched, the, I looked at the sun and I, I saw all the golden codes of light, all of the frequencies that are being downloaded to us. And I received this message like you're, you're here to translate the codes of light. You're here to translate the codes of ascension through your frequency, through your words, through your beingness, through your embodiment. I mean, I was like tears just it was just so beautiful. And I'm looking around, I was like, is anyone else seeing this? Is anyone else seeing reality, how I'm seeing it? It just was incredible. And I actually recorded, uh, I actually wrote down the, uh, the part of the transmission. I recorded it as a, a meditation. And so when I'm working with people, I try and bring in this, this, this energy, this, this purity, right? And my wish is for, for everyone to feel this. My wish is for everyone to move past what's been holding them back. So we can play, we can show up in so much, so many more ways, so much more beauty and, and divinity. I agree with you. Often it's the things that we don't know, like how good we could feel that keeps us a little bit, you know, wondering, hey, why aren't things better, you know? But at the same time, mm -hmm. like I like it says in my title, it's subconscious self-sabotage. It's nobody else, you know? <laughs> so having said that, this was such a beautiful conversation. Would you mind taking us into a short meditation? Yeah, of course. I'd love to. So just when you're ready, closing your eyes and taking some cleansing breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. And then breathing in through your nose and out through your nose. I want you to imagine in your mind's eye that there's a beautiful golden sun. And almost imagining this golden sun that it is in your solar plexus. So just bringing, dropping your awareness down into your body, into your tummy. Imagining a beautiful, great big, bright golden sun of energy. And then with each inhalation, just imagining that this golden sun is expanding and getting warmer and brighter and starting to expand into every single part of your being. Expanding down into your root expanding up into your heart, expanding up into your throat, expanding up into your third eye, expanding up into your crown. And just visualize yourself now, imagining every single cell 
awakening to this golden light and expanding this golden light from your solar plexus out now into your auric space, imagining your aura becoming golden, expanding your aura all the way around you. And just feeling in if there's any areas of tension or any areas of resistance of really breathing in this golden light. And any area that you're feeling, it's a little dull, just bring more golden energy to these spaces. And just breathing out any resistance all the way down into the earth. And just almost imagine this golden light now working its way through your root all the way down into the earth, into the crystalline core, anchoring and grounding you into this moment, into this space. What does it feel like to bask in these golden light frequencies? Bringing yourself back into who you are, divine source consciousness. And just letting anything go, any version, identity you thought you had to be to survive on this planet, dissolve, dissolve, dissolve. Coming back to the harmony, equalizing the truth of light within you. Solar plexus, open, radiant, your power station, your charging station infinite energy, infinite abundance, infinite creativity, infinite connectivity, deepening your breath, breathing, expanding even more golden light all the way within you and all the way around you. Almost imagining now above your head, connecting to the central sun, Imagine the central sun bathing you in a sunlight of golden rays, almost like a rain shower, infinite rays of light flowing through your crown, all the way through your body, all the way down into the earth. Feeling this connection within, feeling this connection up to the central sun, feeling this cleansing energy. And in this moment of expansion and connection, what is one powerful intention you wish to make in this space in your known frequency as divine source creator? Set this powerful intention now. Beautiful. And when you are ready, bringing your awareness back now into the space, into this room, into your body, knowing that you are still these beautiful golden energies, knowing you can return to this visualization anytime you need a booster of energy, a booster of remembrance. Beautiful. When you're ready, open your eyes, give yourself a great big hug. Fantastic.
Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) Zoe, thanks for being on the Boundless Authenticity podcast. Tell everyone where they can find you. The best way to connect with me and find out what's going on is checking out the website, which is Zoe, Z-O-E, Davenport. Dot com or connect with me on Instagram, which is I am I A M Zoe Davenport. You're listening to the Boundless Authenticity Podcast, where we discuss everything related to the evolution of human consciousness. At the very least, people need to understand that the United States builds bunkers, which are basically cities underground every three months. Basically, when you dream, you tap into your subconscious. It is your nocturnal intuition, your creativity and imagination unchained from conscious reason, ego and logic. They're biologically alive, but they have no soul. They have AI consciousness. They can alter your consciousness. We live in a multidimensional reality. Whether it comes through esoteric information in the spiritual realms or the UFO people experiencers or mainstream through quantum physics and through mainstream science now realizing that parallel dimensions probably exist. We're all spiritual beings. We're all having these human experiences. We've heard that phrase over and over and over. But what does that really mean? In all of the questions of life, we have these answers inside of our souls. We're ultimately studying the nature of what it is to be human, good and evil, our psychology how we think in our health. That's why I love Bruce Lee's great quote, all knowledge is ultimately self-knowledge. The Boundless Authenticity Podcast.